Hello and welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. I'm your host, Sarah. Thank you, as always, for being here with me today. I have a little short, I think it'll be short, we're going to see, episode for you today. It's just me, and I wanted to share some things with you about a decision that I made this year in my business that I recently announced uh, to the group that it affects, so now I can share it more publicly. This year, I made the decision to end one of my group coaching containers, Master Moon Collective. If you've been around for a while, you may have heard me talk about Master Moon Collective. If you're listening to this, you may be a member of the collective. Master Moon Collective has been with me for a long time. The program has run for four years, and it's really been such a beautiful, special part of my life and part of my business. Master Moon Collective was also the first monthly recurring revenue generating program that I created in my business. And I was trying to think about a way that I could sell something that was a monthly recurring revenue product. And I was brainstorming around that. This is years ago when I first started it. And I started thinking about some type of group life coaching container that started with the premise, what would happen if you ended the year with the same people that you set your New Year's resolutions with? So if we were to kick off the year together and set our intentions for the year and have a conversation about what we want to do, what we want to accomplish, what we want to change, how we want to grow, and then we spent the entire year together checking in continually with those same people, how much more likely would we be to finish out the end of the year and be able to look back and say, I actually did everything that I wanted to do. That was what started it. At that time, I had really just started sharing some of my personal spiritual practices and beliefs online and in my free Facebook group Unstuck and I was sharing, you know, my personal interest in astrology. I had just started being public about the fact that I'm a tarot reader and I had started doing readings for people in my communities, which I had never done before. And Lauren Higgins, shout out to Lauren, one of my OG clients, really my OGest client, um, made a comment in Unstuck group that she would be really interested in me doing something um, about the moon and moon phases and moon cycles. And so like kind of all of these thoughts congealed together in this perfect moment and like clicked for me. And I was like, oh, doing something around the moon phases is a really perfect vehicle for this A, a monthly recurring revenue product that lasts a year, and B, this idea of doing a year together um, with the same people that you kicked off setting your New Year's resolutions with, and that we can use the phases of the moon as a, a structure 
you know, a framework, a, a hanger that we can theme our personal development work around. And from there, Master Moon Collective was born. And the idea, the reason I called it Master Moon, was that I wanted it to be a blend of a mastermind and a moon circle. And Collective obviously spoke to the vibe of the group and the product. We are doing this together. I'm not necessarily, you know, well, I am leading it, I'm facilitating it, but I'm not teaching in this container. This was a container that was designed for us as a collective to connect and engage in personal growth using astrology as the framework for this personal development. And the first year, I believe there were 21 people in the group, and the second year we doubled it. And for the past few years, we've had between 45 and 55 people in Master Moon Collective all over the world. Some members have been in the collective since year one and have stayed with it for four years. Uh, and then obviously some people have come and gone and people have really changed their whole lives through this framework. People have shared that even if they don't come to all the calls, they have grown so much just from using the workbook. And the workbook is a series of journal prompts and tarot spreads at the new moon, the full moon, at the beginning of the year, at the equinoxes and the solstices. And it shows you how gradual and incremental and gentle growth can be when we stop thinking of growth as linear and we instead think of growth as being seasonal and cyclical um, when we connect to ourselves as part of nature. And then this gentle growth framework is reinforced in the new and full moon gatherings where we share and discuss what we're doing with each other. And the format has grown over the years. On the new moons, we do these mastermind style calls where people can bring an issue to the collective that is um, brought up by the astrological aspects of the current new moon. So say we're in a Libra new moon and we're looking at relationships and communication. If somebody is having an issue that feels really highlighted in that area, they can ask for the hot seat on that call and we help them through it and give them feedback and everyone supports each other and gives feedback and shares ideas and solutions and brainstorms together. And then on the full moon, we come together and we do rituals. And this year, I've had 11 guest facilitators and we've had people come in from all different denominations and lead ritual experiences for the group. And it's a really beautiful, special container. So why am I closing it? Uh, you didn't ask, but I'm so glad you asked. I've been feeling for a while a few things. One is that I feel a disconnection from the group itself. 
not anyone in it, but I don't feel like it has as much of my focus as it used to. And I can feel that reflected back to me in the quality of engagement that I'm seeing this year in the group. I was feeling like, you know, less people are coming to the live calls. Our Facebook group is a little quieter than usual. And I really take everything that I see in any of my containers as a mirror. And I can see that I'm not as passionate and connected to this project as I once was. And so, you know, my energy as the facilitator of this group being the magnetic center of the group energy is showing me this is not where I'm really passionate and focused. I'm also in a phase in my business where I've worked really hard for a long time. And in the first few years of my business, some of you may have heard this before, but if you haven't, if you're new, for a few years in my business, my mantra was follow the fun. And I was sick of learning from people where I was being handed strategies and I was thinking, this strategy doesn't work for me. I don't like this. This doesn't feel right. Or, you know, people were telling me to niche down and I didn't like that and it didn't feel right. There were so many things I was being taught that didn't feel right to me. And so what I decided was that my goal was to follow the fun and to trust that if I kept making things that were fun for me and doing things that were fun for me, A, I would build a business that was fun, which was my main goal, and B, I would eventually come into the aha of like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to focus. And in that period of following the fun, I created a shit ton of offerings. I created a lot of programs, a lot of content, a lot of emails, a lot of products. I created books and journals and coaching containers and master classes and tons of shit. I just created so much shit. This is not wrong. I want to start by saying this is not wrong. And there are some, you know, quote unquote business experts or whatever who will tell you that this is wrong and that you have to focus. And sometimes that can be true. But for me, for my journey, this was what I needed to do to figure out where I wanted to focus and how. If I hadn't given myself permission to follow the fun, none of us would be here. Elemental entrepreneurship as a framework wouldn't exist. I wouldn't have this podcast. I, I had to follow the fun. I had to do it my own way. I had to give myself permission to experiment and to not let there be any pressure that any program I created had to be the program. Any solution I created had to be the solution. Any strategy I made had to be the strategy. I had to let all of that go and say, my only goal is for it to be fun. And so if I make something and it's fun, great. If I want to do it again and doing it again sounds fun, great. If I don't want to do it anymore, I don't have to. And that's how I ran my business for a long time. And it was beautiful and lucrative and exciting and fun. It worked. That strategy worked. And now I'm coming into a different phase where 
I feel like as a result of doing that strategy, I've really found my kind of core offerings that I want to stick with for a while. I don't know how long, but for the foreseeable future. And that is the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven, working with my one-on-one clients, and the 90-Day Sensual Movement Manifestation Challenge, which is something that really is like my soul offering that I, you know, that offering in my business is really fun for me and is um, something that makes me really happy to do and is the offering where I get to bridge my dance world with my coaching world and my spiritual world. And um, so it's really fun for me to get to do that offering a couple times a year. And that's where I want to focus. It's where I want to be. I'm also coming into a phase in my business where I want things to be super lean and streamlined and sleek. I'm going through like a minimalist phase where instead of having lots of different projects to work on, I want to have just a couple things to focus on. And again, neither of these approaches is wrong, especially like if you're listening to this and you're a manifesting generator, I hope this feels like some freedom, but there have been times in my life where having um, multiple different places to put my focus, my energy felt good and exciting and right to me. And I was lit up and inspired by variety. That was something that was really vital for me for a while. And now I'm just in a different phase and I'm honoring this season of myself where I want to go all in on one offer, on one area. I want to build all of my business around one container. And I decided that that was the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven and that outside of being my private client and listening to this podcast, if you wanted access to me and you wanted group coaching from me and you wanted to spend time with me and you wanted my help on your creative projects or your business, that the coven would be the place that you could get that access. And closing down other avenues where I have to show up live is part of that decision. And when I started thinking about it, about closing Master Moon and about closing some of my other offers to really focus in on the coven, I knew it was right. Energetically, I was like, this is the right move. And ending things, especially things that are going well, is scary. And I felt some guilt, I think, about... um, oh, there's going to be people, you know, one of the things I love about Master Moon is there are people in that program who are not entrepreneurs. And so I was like, oh, there's going to be people who aren't entrepreneurs who are going to not get to work with me, at least for a while, when I close this container. And so I felt some kind of way about that. And I was like, well, there are people who've been in the group for so long and you know, how do I feel about closing the doors when people have been in this for years? And then there's the matter of revenue and being like, this 
is something that generates a few thousand dollars for my business every single month like clockwork. And it's scary as a business owner to look at something that's a revenue stream and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to believe so much in this other product that I have that hasn't grown as much yet, but I'm going to believe so much that this other product is the way and the direction that I want to focus that I'm willing to close the doors on something that is a reliable revenue generator for me in order to focus somewhere else. And that comes with, you know, for me, some scarcity and some fear and like, oh my gosh, is this the right thing? I'm walking away from money. Can I do that? Is that a, you know, is that a good idea is the big resounding fear. And I just had to be present with all of those things and say, yes, I feel that. (laughs) All of those are valid feelings. And I have to walk my talk. I have to stay true to what I teach and what I coach my clients to do, which is to trust themselves, to trust their guts, to trust their instincts, to walk away from things that are a meh, to not stay in places that they're only staying out of obligation or fear of letting other people down in favor of following their highest excitement. And there's a feminine energy, right? Not to overuse this polarity term, but this is what it is for me. A place of doing less and leaning back and being more present in one place and allowing more to come to me versus having a lot of irons in the fire and hustling and constantly moving from one project to the next that I'm shifting into and that feels exciting and sexy and attractive and compelling for me right now in my life and that I want to honor that. I want to listen to it. I want to heed it. I want to explore it. I want to um, celebrate this feeling of being in a new phase with myself where I'm yearning for doing less and being more where I'm yearning for some consistency and to have the majority of my eggs in one project basket after so long of thriving on a little bit more doing and variation and variety. And there's just, there's something softer and simpler that's calling me And I can tell in my muscles, in my bones, in my guts, I can tell that by doing this, even though there's some sadness in parting, that by doing this, I am ushering in a new era of abundance in my business and a new phase of my own leadership as a coach. So I have to do it. And I made the announcement 
And I have to tell you, when I got these, when I got people's responses of like, oh my gosh, I'm sad. This program has changed my life. Being part of this container has changed me. I trust my intuition so much more than I ever did. I am a completely different person than the person who started this process four years ago. I almost wanted to take it back. I thought about like those breakup discussions where you go to break up with someone and they're so sad that you just want to be like, no, 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 I take it back. I'm sorry. We can stay together. (laughs) But I knew this is the right thing. And I also was celebrated. And I had so many people in the in the group, especially people who are also entrepreneurs, many of whom are entrepreneurs who are in the coven, who started businesses because of the personal development work they did in Master Moon, say, thank you for modeling this. Thank you for showing us this. I get it. I see why you're doing this. This makes sense. This is brave. This is to be celebrated. This is a big deal. And we're sad that we won't have this container, but we're so excited for your journey, for your growth, for what you're going to do next. We're going to be there. We're going to be in what comes next. We're going to be around. And me also knowing and owning and stepping outside of my own ego and saying, by closing this container, I'm creating space for these people to go pursue a new phase of their spiritual and personal growth journeys. And that's good for them too. It's good for all of us. Endings can be bittersweet. We know that. But they can also be so transformational. They can be such a portal. We don't don't know what's coming next when something ends. We don't know. And that's scary. And I think that's why a lot of us avoid endings because we do not want to hang out in the we don't know. Um, but there's something so magical about liminal space, about feminine space, about saying, yeah, I don't know what's coming next. And in fact, I'm not going to plan it. I'm just going to trust my heart. I'm going to move out of the strategy and planning and masculine space of my mind. And I'm going to rock with the subtle, intuitive pulse of where my heart is leading me, even if I don't know exactly what that looks like yet. I'm trusting that that's what's right. I'm trusting that what's right for now is to create some space for all of us. I'm trusting that what's right for me is to focus in in one or two places and to give all of myself in one or two areas. And because my gut is telling me this is right, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to model this in my leadership. And we're all going to see what happens. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. Master Moon might come back. I don't know. I'm open for that. I'm not closing the door on that forever. Again, it sounds like a breakup, right? Like maybe we'll get back together after we both go do some personal growth work. Who knows? Um, But for now, I know that this is the right thing. The thread of Master Moon that will remain for me and for everyone is the book, the Master Moon book. Um, For the past four years, the Master Moon book has only been available to members of Master Moon. Um, Actually, that's not true. Last year, I had a handful of extra printed books, and um, I sold some of the extras. But this year is going to be the first year that the book will be a standalone product. So um, look out if you're interested around Black Friday. The Master Moon Collective Workbook will be coming out. 
and I will be offering it to everyone. So a full year of journal prompts and tarot spreads for um, the new and full moon, the solstices and the equinoxes. It's really a special book and it's kind of a mix of a planner and a guided journal. And so that will be available for everyone. I use it myself. I'm obsessed with it every new and full moon. I sit down with it and I go through the journal prompts and it guides me deeper into my chart and helps me understand. For instance, we just had a new moon at 16 degrees of Aries. And so that the journal prompts always start with looking up where that falls in your own birth chart. It teaches you how to do that. And then to do some, some exploration on what that might mean for you. And then you're guided through some journaling and uh, some tarot pulls. And I use it every new and full moon. And then at the solstices and the equinoxes, there's some journaling, some reviewing of what you've done in the season previous, what you want to do in the season ahead, a revisiting of your goals, a revisiting of the tarot spread and goal setting you did at the beginning of the year and at the last solstice or equinox. So you're constantly coming back to your own writing and having some structured accountability around looking back and then looking forward and reassessing and reevaluating, which I think is what's missing so often in other goal setting systems is the part where you go back and look at, what did I say I wanted three months ago? Do I still want that? Is that still right? What did I get done? What did I not get done? How do I feel about that? It's really a beautiful journal and I'm not just saying that because I made it. I made it because I felt like I needed it and nothing else like it quite existed. And I've bought a lot of guided journals, I can tell you, um, but there was nothing quite like this. So I created it myself and I'm obsessed. So the book will stay um, and everyone will have access to the book, but the container is going away. And I hope that me sharing this is helpful for you. I've had questions come up recently in the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven from group members about um, closing parts of their own businesses, closing memberships that are no longer working or closing offers that are working really well, but you as a business owner are just not excited by them anymore. And how do we do that? And how do we communicate that to people? How do we deal with our own feelings that we're like, you know, maybe disappointing people or letting people down? How do we lovingly guide people into a next phase or give them a referral or, you know, open up another offer for them and say, hey, I'm closing this container, but you're invited to join me over here. And if that's not right for you, this is where we part ways for now. And that's okay. Um, how do we allow death to be part of our life, right? That's it's something that's a big part of my magic, um, but we die to things all the time. Things end, seasons change, things roll over, they start and they end and they start and they end. And we culturally have such a big fear of endings and such a big taboo around death and around loss and around culmination, but culminations are so important and closures are so important, endings are so important, creating space for new things to be born is so important. The mark of something being successful is not that it lasts forever, necessarily. Sometimes it is, depends on the thing, right? But 
Sometimes the mark of something being successful is that it serves its purpose and runs its course and expires when it's time for it to expire. And we can grieve and look fondly back on the experience that we had and what this thing has taught us and how it's touched our lives and feel okay to walk bravely into the unknown of what will be born in the space that it leaves behind. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So that's a little story about me closing something successful in my own business to make space and I hope that it was beneficial for you to hear If it gave you some courage to look at what you might want to let go of in your own life or in your own business, um, I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to make that change, walk away, let things go, honor them, Have have a funeral for them if you need to, have a wake, have a party, celebrate the letting go, celebrate the change if that's what makes it easier for you. But if something in you is telling you, I think it's time for me to let this go, even though there's nothing wrong with it, even though it's good, I just feel like it's time for change, honor that, trust yourself, create openings, keep going, and keep going, and keep going, and keep going. All right, that's that's the story I have for you today. Um, I will put a link in the show notes. I'll create a link for a wait list if you think that you would like to uh, grab the Master Moon book when it comes out in November. I will put a link for that in the show notes. The other thing that I have coming up uh, next week, I'm going to be doing a workshop, a play shop, Uh, to help you plan the rest of your quarter four and your 2023 sales calendar. So um, part of the way that I knew it was time for me to close this program was I was thinking about the year ahead and I was looking at what I wanted to do and where I want to put my focus next year. And that's super important to do if you own a small business is to constantly be looking ahead and thinking about where you want to put your focus, where you want to put your energy, where you want to make your money and how you're going to do that. So um, if you have not sat down and planned out the end of this year, if you haven't mapped out what all you're going to sell next year and you're just planning on winging it, you're going to lose a lot of money. I'm just going to be straight up with you about that. You're going to lose a lot of money. We need at least some mild roadmap of where we're headed, what we're selling, what it costs, how many people we want to have in those products or containers. That's how we figure out how much money we have coming in and whether or not it's gonna be enough to cover our needs or we need to do something else. And if we're not doing that planning, that's how we end up in situations where we are not making enough money to provide for ourselves and for our businesses the way that we want to. So don't get caught with your ass out (laughs) in the rain. Um, Do a little planning. And it doesn't have to be terrible or painful. It can actually be really fun and really exciting and really inspired and help you feel like you have a clear handle on where you're headed and the work that you need to do. So that workshop is October 18th 
from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific time. There will be a replay, but we will be also doing some co-working, so it would be great for you to be in the room. And you're going to be in there with members of the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven, so if you've been considering that you might want to join the coven, this is a great event for you to come to to get a feel for what the coven is like and the kind of work that we do together in there. Uh, the doors won't be open for the coven at that event, but it's still a great opportunity for you to come and experience some of what that work is like and you can also join the wait list for when the coven opens back up in December if that's something that you're interested in. I would love to see you there so I'll throw the link for that in the show notes as well. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Have a great day. That's our episode for today. Thank you, as always, for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time, so many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at Intuitive Edge Coaching or join my Facebook group, Unstuck Group, to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.